Hello and welcome to the 27th episode of More, a podcast designed to inspire, encourage and support women to make changes, both big and small, in their lives. And this week we're talking to a lady who's raising 11 children. I'm Jo Merritt, a wellness advocate for Deterra Essential Oils and a single mum of two teenagers who lives near London in Surrey in the UK. And I'm Serena, a busy mummy of five and a body confidence and sexual empowerment coach also based in Surrey. I am super excited to be talking to Jo today. I just I feel like you know, I'm a mummy with lots of children. She's a mummy with lots of children. I cannot wait to chat. I know. It's going to be a good one. Should we get straight on with it? Yes, let's do it. So, welcome to more today. Mum of 11 children, Joe. Joe O'Rourke. Uh, Joe and her husband, Tommy, um, have raised, well, they're raising 11 children in their home. Number 11 came along in March. During lockdown, I can't imagine what that was like. We'll find out. Um, they live in their home in North London in Barnet. You might know um, Joe and Tommy and her family from um, a television program they've been on. They're very prolific on social media. They're always chatting to people on their Instagram and their Facebook pages. Joe, hi. Hi. How are Welcome. you? Welcome. How are hi. you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, just snuck upstairs quickly to uh, join you all for a chat. <laughs> Must be hard to find anywhere peaceful. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's always somebody lurking around the corner of in this course. house. <laughs> of course. Do you want to just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, I'm Jo and I'm mum to 11 children. Um, there's me and Tommy who have kind of got, I'd say, quite a good routine to um, raising this mob of children. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy, but it's organised chaos. I think that's the best way to describe it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I mean... Where did... might people have seen you, Joe? Tell people where they might have seen you. Oh, so we did um, a programme called Me and My Ten Kids. Uh, that was, mm-hmm. I think, what was that, two years ago? I think that was now. Um, and Gosh. since then, we had uh, a lot of people message us and ask questions and just generally mm. want to know where we've gone on from doing that programme. Um, so we set you. up... Uh, like um, a Facebook page and we're on Instagram so we just kind of keep everybody in the loop with what's going on and um, so the new babies come along or not yeah congratulations yeah absolutely congratulations I love babies (laughs) so I've got a question for you Joe. um being a mum of five um I, you know, I came from quite a big, a big family in the first place. Um, but, but I love, I love our life. You know, it's busy. Um, we're, we're always there's always something happening with with that many children around. And you, you've got so much more. You've got you've doubled me there. Like, I've doubled <laughs> me so much. Um, so, have you always wanted a big um, family yourself? And then, when you met Tommy, was it something that you quickly realised you both saw eye to eye on? Yeah, I mean, when we got together, I always said to Tommy from the beginning that I'd want six children. Um, And then we kind of rapidly reached that goal when I decided that my baby making days wasn't over and we wanted to go (laughs) further than six. Um, And he was pretty okay with that. Um, It was him that suggested trying for our first one. So when we had uh, Mitchell, he wanted to start then. Um, Mm -hmm. So we kind of went from there. And then he said, like, well, after six, come on, no more. 
but you know, <laughs> more and more so it's clearly not that just a few it. yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I think I'm definitely like you I don't think I would have stopped um <laughs> no I just love all the different stages, you know. I absolutely love having the babies. Um, but then I think as they get older, they all enter a different zone that you can appreciate more. Like, I really enjoy the evenings having that time with the teenagers and getting to catch up with them. And then, like, kind of after school. Oh, wow. Time. Your teens spend time with you, Joe. I need tips from you. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, they always decide that they want to have a conversation just as I've got myself into bed. So they kind of <laughs> sit on the end of the bed and then want to tell me about yeah. their day events. So... <laughs> do you think that having a bigger family has put a strain on you as time's gone on no not really I mean we have the same strains as normal families do on a day-to-day basis don't get me wrong like trying to get out the door in the morning making sure everybody right. brush their teeth you know but this is the sort of thing yeah, that normal yeah. families have I've just got to be more on the ball because there's more of them so um, we're quite strict. You, what's interesting when you've got that many children is you can speak from the perspective of also having two children, three children, because you've been there. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. accumulated as the time's gone along. You How know, would you say I, it's different? Oh, I was going to answer that question just then. <laughs> oh, go for it, Serena. Yeah, no, no, I, I was just going to say, for me personally, after having two children, it doesn't really matter how many more you have because it, oh. it's the same kind of process, and they help each yeah, other exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. And they kind of all just slot in, don't they? Yeah. I mean, you've yeah, already got the structure there of your routines and what you're doing. They just come along and you just fit them in as you go. I mean, I have to admit, I'm sitting here. We can't see each other, listeners. We are sitting in different rooms in different houses and different towns. And I'm sitting here with my chin on the floor, just not not in judgment, in just in awe. <laughs> <laughs> in absolute awe. Yeah, no, I think, I think you get your days. Don't get me wrong, like everybody, but... You know, me and Tommy, uh, we've been doing it a while now, and I think we've got a pretty good uh, routine. You know, if I go out for the evening, his his routine is slightly different to mine, but what works for mm. him is great, and then what I, works for me works for me. Right. I was literally about to ask you, Joe, how do you and Tommy make time for each other, though, as a couple? Forget that you're parents for a minute. So, I mean, our time is the weekend, so because Tommy works really mm-hmm. early hours of the morning, so he has to go to bed quite early in the evening. What does he do? He's a forklift driver, but he starts at five, so ah, he's up at three okay. and out of the yeah. house by about quarter to four in the morning. Um, yeah. So that's one of his jobs. We've got two jobs and we're also foster carers. So um, That's right. Yeah, yeah, so we're kind of balancing that. So when the weekend comes, it's either Saturday or Sunday night. We either cook or get a takeaway and then watch a movie. He tends to fall asleep oh. five minutes in. But, yeah, that's that's meant to be our night together. <laughs> I know when, um, Serena, we've spoken about this as well. And when I've spoken to Joe previous to now, you've both spoken about the fact that um, people make comments about being a superman, but you're a team very much. You and oh, yeah, house. absolutely. Without, without my mm. other half, um, I don't know how how I would get by because I homeschool um as well and run my business from home so if I if I was trying to do all of that myself and the housework and you know just absolutely everything um it just it just wouldn't work um so yeah for me teamwork is everything and it's just nice makes the dream work absolutely and and it's absolutely (laughs) it's just nice to know that you've, you've obviously been with your partner for a very long time to have had 11 children um, yeah. and my husband and I have as well so we've just got this mutual agreement that oh, actually yeah. doesn't matter whether we're mum or dad we, we, we chip in with everything yeah. 
I do think the men get overlooked. I'm not going to lie. I think everybody always, for me, from my side, is like, mm. super mum, you do it all, you know, you do this, you do that. And they think, well, yeah. it's not yeah. super mum because whilst I'm doing this, you don't see what he's doing back at home. So, yeah, for yeah. example, I agree. I'm training to be um, a baby massage and yoga instructor. I've also done my level three in childcare. Oh. But without him here looking after the children and taking the reins, it would be impossible. I wouldn't be able to do it. No, no you know it is about partnership not. and working together and when it works it does works, it um it? it does yeah do, joe does do you do you find it's a do you have to step out of mum and dad roles to be a couple did you find yourself having to consciously shift that mindset sometimes but then i find when we are doing things as a couple we all we end, end up doing is talking about the kids anyway so <laughs> it's kind of just trying to balance it you know but I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've been together a long time. So I mean, in February this next year, we would have been married eighteen years. So, yeah, I feel like we're definitely getting wow. getting old. Congratulations! <laughs> That's amazing. But, yeah. So, um, self care. We were talking just a minute ago. You said that you do things together as a couple mm. on a weekend. But for self care, yeah. I'm I'm a self love coach and i and i like really am passionate about women having a little bit of time for themselves what are the kind of things that you you do for yourself either um self care wise or on that self improvement um journey for yourself away from everybody else just for you so for me i'm so i like i just said i do i've started doing um the baby massage and yoga um courses at the moment because it's something that i really wanted to do and obviously being mum i'm going to be mum forever but i also want something a little bit worth more than that once they've all kind of gone to school i don't want to just be you're by trade you're a hairdresser aren't you joe that that was right yeah that was years and years ago but yeah um and then i've got my qualification for my childcare, which is level three and then obviously um with fostering I have to do um quite a few different uh courses with them and I have to follow you know um up to date with your uh first aid and all that kind of stuff um and then on top of that I'm doing this so for me my long-term goal is once the children are all in school we've finished having babies I'd like to go and work in the mother and baby unit Uh, oh you haven't had enough I know but then I can kind of take in what I've learned from baby massage and try and help because some young mothers uh, or some mothers of any age struggle with bonding with baby Mm. and I do think that by being able to do baby massage it might might you know make that little process a bit easier so that's my goal (laughs) and what about the self-care aspect the whole you know having a bath candles reading a book that kind of thing Um, do you get any of that in well yeah well no I have a bath and somebody <laughs> will need the toilet and then leave starts stripping down to get in with me and then um if I want to have a bath it has to be at like nine o'clock at night when no one's around um, sure but I do get you know I do my nails um I do my hair so um other than that there's always somebody around to be fair yeah but it doesn't matter we've talked about this haven't we Serena it doesn't have to be a weekend in Marbella or a day at an expensive spa like you said you do your hair you do your nails they're the things that make you feel like you yeah that's it yeah definitely and I think yeah yeah, it's important to try and get those things in um it's we don't go out so it's not like we spend loads of money on other things no yeah I don't think anybody does at the moment. Yeah, Holidaying with five children is expensive, so I can imagine what it'd be like with 11. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, thank <laughs> God we've nearly finished 
all our Christmas presents. So that's done. Oh, wow. Oh, well done. Yeah, a lot of people I know have done that this year. They've just gradually throughout the year added. I think because you're very, um, I know I've seen you post. This is how I found you, wasn't it? I saw you post on the Eldy page, the shoppers page. And you're very good at sharing tips of how to make the money go round, um, food, that kind of thing, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I just try and keep it real, if I'm honest. Like everybody struggles. Um, Mm. Some weeks better than others. But um, And if I find a bargain or like if I pop into Asda's and I see that they've got their selections selection price boxes half price I want to share it with everyone and let everybody out there know that there's offers to be had um and that's kind of what I've done with all my Christmas presents any children's things that I found or any good deals I just kind of share it all yeah, I love that. And again, just... so we talked, you you mentioned a little bit. Oh, go on, go on. Oh, no, it's, go on, say, it's the same with the cooking. Um, that's one of my passions. I think people tend to think because you have a big family, you live off chicken nuggets and chips. Um, <laughs> but I like to cook, whether it be. I've got a small family and mine live off chicken nuggets no, and chips. No, mine do on like a Friday, they have pizza or whatever. But I like to cook yeah, you know, every yeah. now and again, um, especially cakes and things like that. But um, I is that what started up the idea of sharing these online and the page? Yeah, I mean, I set up the page probably a couple of years ago, maybe about three years or three, four mm-hmm. years ago it was. And I just uh, used to share my dinners and pictures of all the dinner plates out and what we'd cooked. And me and Tommy take it in turns. So he'll cook one day, I'll cook one mm. day. And we kind of just posted it. And the page just grew from there. And I think it's well over 10K now followers. So, yeah. That's yeah, amazing. amazing. Just silly things, though. I mean, like the other day, I made jelly for the kids, but I layered it into different colours, and then I just put spray cream on top with sprinkles, <laughs> and I, I'm sure that hit like fifty-four thousand people. Just something so simple. Wow. Yeah, jelly. just for jelly. That's what I mean. Something so simple. But oh, you know, I I follow um, Stacey Solomon on Instagram, and she does little um, like lunches, little snack things for her kids, and they're always really mm. like um yeah really creative. really creative and I love it I love watching yeah. her her food thing so I can oh. see why absolutely see why there's me slicing up a marmite sandwich thinking I'm the most boring person in the world and I've only got two kids <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you touched on a little bit there things that you you do for you Joe. do you um would you say there's been times, especially I think all of us feel like this when we've got young babies, young children, that you do feel like your life's a little bit on hold? I mean, obviously, you've got a real passion for raising children. That's undoubtable. But did you did you feel that? And how did you process that? Um, I felt like that through lockdown. I think I had a lot of time to reflect in lockdown right. and kind of think, where's my life heading? Um, I've spent a lot of time on the sofa and I kind of watched the world go by because Tommy went straight back to work after he was furloughed. So he was seeing people and to him it kind of felt like the world had returned. Whereas for me, I felt very much like I was so isolated. I mean, my weekly trip was to Sainsbury's and that was my excitement for the week. Um, Sure. So, yeah. Did you find it even harder with a new baby than you have with any of the others? No, no, no. I don't know. I mean... For lockdown, I mean, that also gave me a lot of positive things. Like, I've never been able to breastfeed any of my children. But um, Brody was my first one. Because we had no visitors, I could actually dedicate my time and sit there. And we we mastered it. And then when he went for his checks, I was also told that he was tongue-tied. And they were really surprised that I'd actually managed to get him to feed. Wow. Um, So, you know. But it did give people, like you say, downtime. It did, yeah. You know. No boundaries, no appointments, no limits as such. So there wasn't like we got a rush from A to B. No, was no. It? And it was nice to spend the time yeah, with the kids. Help. I mean, don't get me wrong, there were days where I was just sitting there, felt like rocking in the corner. 
<laughs> when yeah. you you're real when you realize that homeschool you know at the beginning of it everybody was putting out there their plans for homeschooling and I think we all started to kind of realize that it wasn't going to be as simple as we all thought it was in originally you know sure. the homeschooling I suffered with I mean we got it done but I kind of made my own homeschooling rather than followed guidelines yeah I think a lot of people adapted yeah, definitely yeah, so and that's what homeschooling is anyway you don't we don't follow curriculum mm. here we we do we we do what our kids you know what interests our children and we teach them that way so it's it's easier I think to do it that way than to be stressing over what the yeah. school's trying to give you and you weren't alone Joe. I think I most parents at some point felt they would they needed guidance or help or they just felt they were floundering yeah I mean I found um, it easier just trying to get everyone in the garden and we would have picnics and I just tried to do more yeah. fun things in the end with them because it wasn't worth it Sure. I mean, I'm sure um, by the time they went back to school, they've forgotten how to write the name. <laughs> <laughs> no one died. No, no one knows. That's it. They're all still here. Um, yeah. yeah, if you do a head count, they're all here. I think that's yeah, a good thing. Right? Having yeah. boys and girls, I have boys and girls as well. Um, do you feel it's really important in this day and age to raise your girls to fully understand um, the misinterpretation of women's body image in the roles of society? To be fair, with boys and girls, um, we kind of raise them the same in the aspect of they are who they are, you know, and it's not about being influenced right. by things that you see on TV or people you hang around with at mm. school. And um, One saying that Tommy often says to the kids is, you are the shepherd, you are not the sheep. And I think that's an important thing. <gasps> I love yeah. that. And we are constantly telling them that. So, I mean, we the only things I try and enforce on them is that when they go out, I want them to look clean. I want them to re- look res- like respectable and to behave mm-hmm. because there is eyes on them, you know. And I think people yeah. think because we're... You think you get that as a bigger 100%, family more than other yeah. people. So when they go to school, I've often had comments from teachers and TAs saying, you know, your kids are really well behaved um, and they're always immaculate. Oh. But that's something that I just think is something that, they're meant to be people maybe are surprised by that what would you expect them to be like I don't know wow (laughs) yeah yeah that's yeah but yeah no I definitely think it's about them just kind of being who they are and following the dreams that they want to do yeah and not kind of be pushed over or any different from what other people do yeah I agree with you there I do my children my children are absolutely unique each and every one of them um and I, mm. I encourage it because I just feel it's really important that they know that being themselves is, well, it, it, it's beautiful, isn't it? it I mean, if we were it all is, the same yeah. with robots, that's what I say. That's um, it, yeah. Yeah, it's been a hard one for me. My daughter's struggled a lot with her identity, where she stands in society, mm. where she stands with friendships. And it's it's hard to see a young person struggle because in a way you want them to, when I say the word don't, do you understand what I mean here? Fit in because they feel secure. They feel like they belong somewhere, but it's really hard to get them to understand that it doesn't define them. It's okay to be de- different and yeah. separate. And you, you, but you, that takes time, it right? Does, to, yeah. to love yourself enough to feel secure to stand there. Yeah, on yeah own. definitely. Yeah, my daughter just went to uni and she's in a flat of eight people. I think there's eight of them. Um, and after her first week, she was like, Do you know what, mum? I'm not I'm not going to get on with these people they're not my kind of people they don't like the same music as me they don't like doing the same things as me so I'll be polite I'll chat to them but she's quite happy she's found Mm -hmm. she's found a little group that that kind of get her Um, but I I like the fact that she she tried 
to, to, yeah. to make friends and then she very quickly yeah. realized they just weren't her people and she went off and she did her own thing instead of really forcing herself to push in and, and, and try and fit in there she she went off so I think some people seem to get it a lot quicker don't they you know you must see it a lot with big families that you said about them being really different Serena but Joe, you know you've got, you've got 11 kids there and I bet not one of them is like another one no not I really mean, not they're truly. all completely different they're all they all have their own different ways of doing things and the personalities and I think that's important that to realize and remember that they are individuals I'm not just you know a lot mm. of people target them all as one but they're not and it's important for me sure. and Tommy to make sure that they do have that individual time with us, whether it's just walking with one of them to the shop or, you know, um, so if one of them has a doctor's appointment, you know, you can take him like Ashley Dean had um, to go get his teeth looked at the other day. And then afterwards, I uh, treated him to a milkshake, which probably wasn't the best thing to do. But, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's milk, yeah. calcium, yeah. it's good for your so, teeth. Yeah, it is important to remember that with them all, I think. And you do that, don't you, Sonia? We talked about it before about you take, like to take each of them individually. Christmas, yeah. Shopping. My, I love my, that. my, I've got um, my son is just seven, and last year mm. he, I was saying this before last year when I took him. Can you hear me? Like, yeah. Oh no, but you're like, back. Last year when Yay. I took him shopping, he's seven. Um, he only went to the pound shop with you know with with a tenner or whatever to pick people some presents. But he said when he'd come out and he he'd bought them, he said to me, Mummy, why does my heart feel like this? And I said, What do you mean? And he went, he just oh. feels so happy. And it was just that, oh my goodness, you know, just because he got it. He got what what Christmas was about. Yeah. And it, it just made my oh, heart feel <laughs> I bet he couldn't wait That's to so them all out. I know, he was so proud. It's the best bit, isn't it? I love that bit. I love giving more than I love getting. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, we've actually talked a little bit, Joe, about vulnerability and how it can be particularly hard for women to ask for help. Um, but on the flip side of that, how it's actually really beneficial sometimes to, to like unveil, reveal your vulnerability. Do you find that? Do you find yourself asking for help much? Um, so on a day-to-day basis, I, I don't ask anyone for help. I mean, I think me and Tommy pretty much have it covered. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we needed help i we have got family and friends that are there yeah. but we like to have them for emergencies so you know like um, when we had brody and needed someone to watch the children yeah and, and so like, we kind of try and save it for things like that i know um, what you mean and then when i felt a bit like down and stuff tommy's the one that will be the one that kind of picks up on it and will kind of help me out of it so for example i had right. eve and i had an emergency c-section uh-huh. and i really suffered afterwards with that um, yeah and i think i started to get a little bit of postnatal depression um, yeah. and i just sat there for two weeks i didn't eat i didn't move i didn't want to have a bath um and he just kind of every day just kept going and going and going oh. And um, yeah, it was down to him that I actually did come manage to get myself out of it. Brilliant. But I mean, it yeah, because a lot of the it? time you talked in two ways there. You didn't. You just you talked about a lot of us think about help, meaning the practicalities of something. Can you give me a lift? Can you mind the kids? But actually, a lot of the time, the help we need is more of an on an emotional support. It is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, with the day to day help and all that, I, we don't ask for no one for help. Like one will go shopping, one will collect the kids. It's juggling mm-hmm. amongst us. Um, but I think emotionally, quite I things quite. Um, hit me and I kind of that there was an accident outside our house uh probably about three 
about three months ago, two months ago. Oh, um, and a teenage child was tragically hit by a car and oh. killed literally outside my door. Um, and it hit me really bad. And Tommy could see yeah. it affected me. And I could, uh, like, even though the kids were kind of carry on as normal, I could tell that they, it yeah. so kind of affected them. So it was important for us to sit down and talk to them about their feelings as well. Definitely. Um, and, you know, they didn't really talk much, but they cried and they let it out. And after that, I could kind of see them come back to themselves. So Yeah, that's good. It's a process, isn't it? It is a process, yeah. And I'm lucky that Tommy's here to kind of help me with that. Serena actually asked you something just now about you raising boys and girls and to do with body image and how you raise them. But what about yourself? Um, you've... Some of your children are foster children, like you said, which is fantastic. I'm full just admiration one, people who do one, that. So, just one. Yeah. But you've had a lot of pregnancies. How do you feel about your own body, body image? And how do you feel like you reflect that in front of the children? Um, well, I try not to make a big deal out of body and things like that with the kids. Mm. Like I wouldn't stand there and go, I'm fat because I don't want them to pick up on things like that. Um, so I just try and wear clothes that I feel comfortable in. Uh, I mean, your body's done an amazing job. It shouldn't really matter to people what the hell anyone's no. body looks like, right? Obviously, this I've... is Serena's field, isn't it? Serena, Absolutely. I, I'm trying to bite. I'm biting my lip here. I'm waiting. No, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, unfortunately, my body hasn't gone back to what it was before I had kids. But I'm happy with that. You know, um, I just yeah. kind of dress kind of appropriately for what my figure is. Um, and I kind of try and keep it cool still with the kids, you know. <laughs> so, How do you feel about your body, Jo? Um, that's a hard one. I'd obviously like to be slimmer. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, I'm I'm okay with it. Like um, a lot of my it's friends... done incredible things, right? <laughs> yeah, and a lot of my friends, they're at the stages in their life now, they're having lip fillers and um, Botox oh. and things like that. And I can honestly okay. say... I have, haven't touched, and I don't think that's the sort of thing that I'd do. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because I'm a scaredy cat, and I'd think that my face would blow up. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just for me, it's not for me. I think as well. Um, and uh, you, you said you were, you've been married eighteen years. Um, my right. husband and I, we were married in two thousand um, and one. So Quite we've been time. together. We've been together twenty six years, wow. and he's seen me from being a sixteen year old girl to a 43 year old woman and he's seen Mm. my my, you know he's seen my body transform as we had another child and another child and another child and for me actually he still loves me the same as uh, you know and and respects my body the same as he loved it when I was 16 and I was slim um and for me that that is you know I'm me and that's it and he he accepts who I am because he's seen me grow he's seen what my body's done yeah. And so I think that's why I'm so passionate about body image and how women are when it comes to their body image, because they talk down on themselves. But actually, our bodies are um, miracles. What we do as women um, with our, you know, our bodies, what they produce and how we how we nurture and support a growing child is just a gift from God. And so I'm really passionate. And I like the way that you said, you know, you know, you, you, it could be a bit slimmer, but you're, you're happy with it. You know, it's given birth yeah. and, and you've got these beautiful children from, from how yeah. you're yeah, now. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I could go down a size, I would love to, but it's not something that, ultimately you might down. one day it's yeah that's come, it, right it? yeah um, and I think yeah I think if it were something that you were you know really focused on you'd be you'd be pushing yourself to to do that 
Um, it's about doing it for the right reasons yeah, as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I think my headset's not there at the moment. I think I'm still breastfeeding no. Brody, so I'm constantly eating anything right. that's left on the side. I'm like the dustbin. I said to Tommy yesterday, I'm literally working my way. I said, you know the story, the hungry cat. My mum used to say that to me. I used to pick things up and she'd go, eat it if you want it, but you're not a dustbin. I'd be like, you know what, you're absolutely right, I'm not a dustbin. I'm in the actual dustbin. Say it. And I have been known to have a washing up liquid on things as well. Oh my goodness. Saying that, actually, um, I saw a TikTok video of of a mum and her her child finished the plate and she still had some food left on the plate. And the mum said, I'll take it away, put it in a bin. And as she got to the bin, she like, Wolfed it down by the bin. And then she put, I paid for this food. I'm not wasting it. <laughs> do you do that? With, I childmind, yeah. I was a childminder and I had 15 children in my house feeding them all at one time. And oh I used God. to, everything that they left, I used to sit and I used to just take off their plate and eat it just because I just didn't think I was going to get time to eat myself otherwise. So I just no, eat their leftovers. Yeah. And that's the problem, isn't it? You pick and you think, oh, you know, I'm starving. I've got ages till dinner. But by the time I've had a bit off every single plate, that was a dinner. And then yeah, I'm exactly. Like, oh, having a dinner, and I'm like, oh, for the love of God. Yeah, you've had yeah. two dinners. I must admit, when I used to graze off my two, that was just two plates. Yeah. <laughs> Big difference, right? I know, it is. <laughs> Brilliant. Looking back, is there anything you would have done differently if you could we can't go back it's always good to look forward it's always good to be in the moment but if you did look back as a mum or as a woman is there anything you would have changed with the benefit of hindsight only one thing and that would be to um of past my driving which I never got round. I, I, ah. um, I did a couple of lessons and then my theory ran out and then in the end I couldn't be bothered yeah. but it's had a big impact on me being a mum mm. and not being able to drive I mean I'm lucky that gosh yeah I didn't realize you did no was no a huge different spin on things so you know Tommy drives wow. we have a minibus but I mean I do the school runs in the morning so it's like frog marching them all up the hill you know um, so that's the one biggest regret of my life is just when we that. were growing up we lived in a little village um a fair way from the nearest two towns and my mum couldn't drive and my mum didn't drive till I was 14 and I just remember having a conversation with her when my children were young and I was putting push chairs in and out the car and things like that and saying god how did you do this on buses and she said well, it was actually a nightmare at times that was just with two children yeah I mean I'm pretty good in the aspect of that when the kids are off I go everywhere and anywhere me um, you know, I just pack up the buggy and I pack them all on the bus and we'll go out for the day. And then when Tommy comes yeah. home, he'll drive the minibus and then come and meet us. So I'm not, I'm not too no. bothered about it. I think for me, it's more, it comes more into play for, you know, when you see somebody selling something and you want to go and get it, mm. I have to say to Tommy, will you take me? And he's like, do you really need another buggy? Three <laughs> in the garden. And I'm like, God, you love your buggies. I do. You? I do. Yeah. <laughs> Buggy porn. I know, it's bad. <laughs> but if I didn't have to ask him, could you imagine how many I would have? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's meant to be that you don't know. Yeah. And do you know what? This comes into its own when you've got teens, doesn't it? Because I spend my whole life being taxi mum. You just have to go, oh, I can't baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. yeah, now Mitchell's at that stage where we've just done his uh, paid for his provisional. So he'll be starting his lesson soon. So right. he can run me around. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Get your own, re- get some revenge back there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Start reaping it all Finally, back. Finally, <laughs> um, what one piece of advice would you go back and give yourself as a teenage girl? As a teenage girl? Mm. I think not so much as a teenager, but just generally overall, is uh, realising that not everybody's going to like you 
and that's okay. Mm. I mean, from yeah. doing being on the social media and things like that, I've had a lot of uh, negative comments from people, sure. and it's about making that headspace to understand that it's okay not to be liked by everyone. But at yeah. first, I found that yeah, really hard one. to deal with. I think a lot of people do, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Definitely. It's a lesson I've had to learn. I don't know about you, Sweet. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, uh, with, with when it comes to your children as well, because I, I'm assuming that the comments are about how large your family is yeah, and how you're yeah. coping with them. Mm. And you know in your own heart. It's that, judgment, you know, yeah, isn't so it? It's that judgment. And, and it, yeah. it involves your children. And, you, and Joe, you know what it's like. If somebody says something about your child, even a teacher, like, tiger mum comes out, doesn't she? Of course, yeah. And it hurts your feelings. So I, I absolutely it get does. that. It absolutely does. absolutely get that. I mean, because a lot of people will come on and, you know, there's always the same old comments, but it's that being able to kind of put them to a side and say, you know, I realise that. Do you, you can know. I ask one more question? I know I just said that was the final one, but I just, it just popped into my head. <laughs> That's okay. I often, I often get asked if they're all by the same dad. And always. that yeah, really always. annoys me. Oh, that wow. really annoys me. Um, yeah. and, and, and I don't know why it annoys me. I can't believe how rude people yeah. are. Like, they think it's okay to but, yeah, ask they'll say, questions like But that. they don't even, it's the way that they say it. They'll go, all by one dad. And you're like, yeah, like yes, it's really uh, just casual yeah. questions. Yes. And you're like, yes, absolutely. Been with him yeah. since I was 16. Yeah. And then they, yeah. they, they, they just, you see their face just completely change and they go off. But um, it, yeah, that's one, that's one of my bed bugs. I hate it when people yeah. say that. Yeah, no, we get that all the time. All the time. Then you get the silly ones. Don't you have a TV? And you just think, yeah. if I had a pound for every time someone said that, I'd be a millionaire by now. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's kind of hard. Do you have a TV, Joe? <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I think it's just hard for people to kind of grasp the fact that generally some people do like to have a big family. You know, yeah. and there is a lot of fun. Like I said it. at the beginning, it's not a judgment thing for me. It's more in awe because I, I find my to a challenge. Yeah. Um, even more so these days because I'm on my own with them. But you know, I they've always been bloody argumentative. Kids oh, I've got a couple and, of them. As well. You know, <laughs> the point that I thought, oh, I might think about having because we'd always thought we might have three. That they'd started rowing and they just haven't stopped. And so for me, I just look at you. I mean, I always joke with Serena, like you're mad, you're crazy, you've got two hands. Why would you have that many kids? But I just genuinely, I'm in awe of people because I just think, oh, I don't know how you oh, do it. I really don't. God, no, I mean, it's just we don't. I just see it as everyday life. I don't see it as it that big a deal. Because it's yeah, your life, exactly. isn't it? But, you know, you get people say things like, well, I think, oh, actually, I think one time somebody said to me that it was child abuse having so many children. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my so God. Was, wow. See, this is what I mean about people. When I had my son and called him Tiger, there were a select few people who decided they had the right to tell me what they thought oh, of my. the name. But imagine I went up to someone with an ordinary name and went, oh, your mum gave you a yeah. name, didn't she? Like, it's rude. Why would you? Who thinks they're that special? They get to pass that's these it. open comments, and that's about like fitting Crazy. in, isn't it? Like you've chose to do something a little bit abnormal, yeah. but it doesn't have the yeah, right the somebody to do, do that, right? And I went I know, kind of said that to me. I kind of um, had the trump card because I thought, well, that I'm that much of a child abuser. I've been a foster carer for ten years, and approved exactly. foster carer may I add, you know? So, yeah, yeah, that was my trump yeah. card. Exactly. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. I bet that felt yeah. good. It's been lovely. It's been so well, nice. Thank you for Thanks for giving me. us a real insight. Thank you. Oh, no pleasure. It's been lovely. Absolutely. Isn't it, yeah, it's just nice to talk to somebody that that gets that, that kind of gets. You know, with all those children, spirit for you. <laughs> the yeah. madness. <laughs> yeah. And can I also Super. just. Um, just uh, share the yeah just before we go I was going to say is there anything you want to tell people I just wanted to ask if it was okay to just share our pages with everybody um and if anybody yeah definitely to follow on 
We'll probably put the links in, um, we'll use it, put it on Linktree on our page, but we'll also reference it in the comment on the actual post when the um, when the podcast episode goes out next Monday. Oh, okay. Right, and we'll Fantastic. tag you in it. Okay. Um, but if you want to just quickly tell people now verbally okay. where, where they can find okay, you. Okay, so we are on Instagram and it's O'Rourke's and more O'Rourke's. Um, that just follows every day. <laughs> and then we've got a Facebook page, which is the O'Rourke's Madness and Mayhem. And we kind of do lives on there and um, post funny clips you do. of what kids have been up to and like Brody's just learnt to crawl, like army shuffles. So. I know I saw it's yeah. so cute so yeah that's, that's pretty much and then we've got a cooking page as well which is uh, food ideas for all the family lovely so, yeah that's you can find brilliant <laughs> thank you so well, much well thank you though. so much thank for you. having it's me it's been great it's been a pleasure that's alright all right. thank you take, take care, care bye. guys bye, bye. Well, that was great. I loved that. She's so lovely, isn't she? Absolutely lovely. And yeah, I, it's it's really strange hearing it from somebody else as well. It just makes everything... Yeah, does she make you I'm... feel completely inadequate? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. No, but you know, it just feels like, you know, you're doing things right. When somebody yeah. else is talking the same way as you and they've got lots of children. Yeah, it was really good. I oh, really, I really enjoyed it. It resonated with you. With me, I have, I have completely the other thing, which is this just fascination you know I, I do it when I talk to you just this idea of what that must be like juggling logistics and making time for yourself you know I moan all the time I've got time to do this I've got time to do that and make a big deal out of you know having a bath with candles and I'm thinking oh my god she is they are doing a wonderful job you know like she said it's not just her on her own no exactly and I think yeah she's right men the men don't get half a look in like the women do like they don't get any of that credit and I won't lie, I found it really shocking, some of the things she said about the way people judge. You've obviously experienced that. Yeah, absolutely. And Amazing. Um, uh, yeah, that's with five. So I can imagine what it's like yeah. with seven. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, it's brilliant. She's really inspired me. I love the fact that she's doing things for herself as well. And she's got these goals and career dreams. And she's actually, you know, she's making time. She's carving out time for herself. And that's brilliant. Absolutely. And it shows her children just what they can do as well, what they can achieve. Inspired yeah, by mum. Definitely. So I hope that's inspired you as well, ladies. Uh, we'd love to hear your comments and um, be kind, be nice. And until next time, go and get more. Bye.